And you might say, Alicia, we're talking about being healthy and happy. What does being an artist have to do with it? But to me, creativity is everything. It's how we do everything in our life. It's how we create our breakfast. It's how we it's how we get dressed in the morning. It, it, it's how we design our workouts during the day. Welcome to the Healthy GSO Podcast, the number one show for active people in Greensboro and the triad who want to stay fit, healthy, strong, and balanced without pain meds, injections, or surgery. Brought to you by LeBauer Physical Therapy and Wellness Center. We're your hosts, Aaron and Andre LeBauer. Thanks for spending time with us today. Hello, welcome back to the Healthy GSO Podcast. This is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, your host. And today, my special guest is Alicia Wilford. Alicia and I go way back. I, she's more of my wife's uh, friend than mine, but we're good friends too because we've just known each other probably since the first year I moved here to Greensboro. And we met you at a... Uh, G, was it the downtown GSO? Like, I can't remember this organization you were involved in and, and met you there, I think. It was like, so it's yeah. been 11 years or something. It was right? a friend raising event for face to face. Yeah. That's right. So, Alicia is a um, creativity and life coach and helps people with their transitions. And she was also a owner of a yoga studio here in town for a while. And then my wife, Andra who's also the other host of the show, was um, in business with Alicia as a co-owner. So Alicia and I, Alicia is a very special guest and I'm honored to have you on the show. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It is just a complete honor to be here. Awesome. So Alicia, um, can you just give us like a brief uh, kind of rundown of like, what do you do and who do you help? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a coach and I work predominantly with women every now and then with guys too, but predominantly with women. And I work with women who like creatives, entrepreneurs, seekers, you know, and anybody who kind of falls in that, if you've got those creative stirrings, you're spiritually seeking, you maybe have some entrepreneur leanings and you don't quite know how to bring it to fruition. And, um, So I work with women kind of in those categories. And a lot of times they come to me because they are stuck in something like something just isn't taking them where they need to go. They're lacking clarity. They're um, maybe in some sort of big life transition, like empty nest or retirement on the horizon, or they need to change jobs or they are just like, oh, what is going on in life right now? Like, I don't even know. And I don't know what to do. I don't know where I am or how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we we meet. There's a I've got a community so that folks can enter through my community where we do a lot of morning writing um, or one-on-one coaching. Yeah, right. that's awesome. So uh, living here in Greensboro, you you help people here in Greensboro, and you at one point you were doing like a community, couple community events. You're like amazing at like connecting people, but you also work with people around the country, around the world, right? Yeah. So it it definitely started where I wanted to work with people in mostly in my own town, and so we, um, you know, I a, a core tenant of the work that I do is that inherently we have the wisdom within us. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're stuck, if we're having a problem, our bodies are, they hold the wisdom. And I'm sure you see that in physical therapy all the time, but sometimes we need to be reminded of how to get to that healthier, happier place. Right. right. Um, and so I have a podcast and well, it's, it started as a blog post, um, of, about it's called the wise women. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, series. And I would interview women who were doing something creative and most importantly, living from a place of abundance. So they believed that the pie was big enough for everyone. And if it's not big enough, we bake another pie. So, you know, that's where it started. And then it turned into really big community events, panels, and then it turned into a podcast. That's so so awesome. So how did you get into um, creativity and health, uh, like uh, life coaching or what were you doing before and what happened that like, like pushed you into this as a career and and as a, and a calling for you? So I worked in a prominent insurance company here in Greensboro and I worked there for just shy of 10 years. Mm -hmm. So it was like nine years, six months. And it was one of those jobs where it is like, it's a dream job for someone. It's got like, it's steady. It's got great income. It's got great Mm -hmm. benefits. There is potentially upward mobility. If you want to play that game, I just didn't want to play that. It wasn't the right game for me. Um, And Mm -hmm. I knew it and I didn't know what was. And so, you know, I went down that path of, learning yoga. And that gave me some of the tools, right? Like, I mean, the eightfold path in yoga teaches you so much. You learn mindfulness techniques. So you figure out how to chill out in your body and your mind so that you can really sit with what is, you know, you learn how to make your body healthy through asana. So those things were great. And that got me part of the way, you know, I opened a yoga studio during that time. And then, you know, I just hit a wall. It just wasn't sustainable. And so eventually it came to a point I had hired quite a few coaches myself and mentors and they were great, but I always felt like there was a piece of what they were doing that was missing. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know, I actually think I can do this. And I think I have something that I can bring to the table that would be unique. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make sure that what I'm doing is rooted in research-based practices. So I ended up going to the Flourishing Center and getting my positive psychology um, practitioner certification. That was a seven-month-long program. So I kind of married the positive psychology along with um, the yoga and the mindfulness techniques and practices that I used with other coaches and just kind of brought this different set of assets to the table. And and that's how it all began. That's awesome. What's the, what's the number one misconception that most people have about like a life coach, right? Cause we've like, I mean, I've known about life coaches for a long time, never known about what life coaches do for as long as I've known about what a life coach like that exists. So what's a lot of people probably like, well, I don't need a life coach or I don't need a creativity coach. I don't even need a coach, but like, what's the number one thing that most people get wrong when they think about like life coaching? I mean, maybe that you don't need one. Um, (laughs) I think all of us could use one. Um, You know, everyone's journey is unique and all of us hit a point where we don't know what to do and Mm. where to turn. In fact, I mean, I've worked with you when I didn't know where to turn my business. I mean, coach, having a coach moves the needle faster than anything else. So yeah, you can sit in your stuckness and figure it out on your own and you will probably figure it out. But if you hire a coach, you're going to get there significantly faster than if you didn't. And there's just something about a, the accountability, knowing that there's somebody looking out for you that you can check into, especially like if you're one of those people pleasers, um, 
it's especially helpful to have a coach. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you should be a people pleaser, but if you are, you can use that to your advantage with a coach because you want to do the thing for yourself and the coach is encouraging you to do that thing right. for yourself. Cause you're also kind of, um, contracting with the coach to call you out when you're not doing what you told them you want to do. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, is that, you know, we can't see what we can't see because we are in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. And with a coaching relationship, they're going to reflect back to you what they see at a bird's eye view. And you're going to be like, oh, and it's different from just friends or family because friends and family, while they probably love you and care about you and want the best for you, they actually oftentimes can, they benefit from you staying where you are, mm -hmm. whether they are conscious of that or not. And so it's, it's not necessarily going to do the same thing to enlist a friend or family member to help you out um, in that scenario. That's awesome. What are, what I, and I know you do this. I'm going to kind of tweak this question a little bit to Alicia, because I know you will. What are maybe two or three kind of prompts that you could give someone in this audience who's listening, who wants to live a fuller, healthier, happier, like more fulfilled life? Like, cause I know you do writing prompts. You've done like these little like journal uh, and postcards. Like what are maybe two to three, not just recommendations for them, but questions they can ask themselves or write down and kind of spend some time writing on or journaling with? Yeah. You know, I would say like write down, happiness, write down health, write down career, write down, um, you know, learning purpose, growth, make a list of the things that are important to you in life. And then do a little wheel of life assessment. And this is something I do with my clients all the time, you know, scale of, Oh, can I kind of cuss on this podcast? I don't know. Can I, I don't know. I mean, we'll make it easy. easy <laughs> so a scale of one to 10, right? One, Mm, not so good. Right. 10, like so great. It could have its Instagram count. like assess mm -hmm. it. Like, where are you? And then write down what's going well in that area. What's not going well in that area. Cause no matter how low you rank that there's probably something good. And then no matter how good that area is, there's probably something not so great. And then are you happy with that? Mm -hmm. Like just Plainly, are you happy with what you're seeing? And if not, ask yourself, what do you want to do about it? Right. Oh, that's awesome. Like, how much time should that take? Mm, it depends on the person, but probably an hour at a minimum. Yeah. What are um, what are one or two really easy kind of tools that people use? Because I know, like, my, well, one, like, my handwriting is really bad. So I do more of my uh, journaling and reflection, like on computers or little apps, or is there, are there a couple other resources that you, you know, commonly recommend to your clients or people you work with that would be helpful for people to know about? Yeah. Okay. So the insight timer, absolutely. Which your wife, I believe just got published. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. On the insight timer. Um, there are thousands of free mindfulness meditations and mindfulness and coming home to ourselves is honestly one of the keys to life. Um, finding presence and deep listening to ourselves, to our bodies and to our souls 
there is nothing more powerful than that. So, you know, the insight timer is a good one because it helps connect us to presence and to ourselves. Um, as far as I, I don't do a lot with apps, but I love Julia. One of my biggest tools, my personal Bible is Julia Cameron's book, the artist way. Mm-hmm. I just think that every single person needs to go through that at some point in their life, preferably sooner rather than later. Um, and you might say, Alicia, we're talking about being healthy and happy. What does being an artist have to do with it? But to me, creativity is everything. It's how we do everything in our life. It's how we create our breakfast. It's how we, it's how we get dressed in the morning. It, it, it's how we design our workouts during the day. And so if we're not infusing creativity throughout our lives, we're missing the point. Right. But uh, Alicia, I'm not creative. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm um, not, not Aaron LeBauer, but I know there's someone who's like, well, yeah, yeah, I can't draw. I, you know, I failed art class. Yeah. You know, I'm not creative. Like, how did, like, how do people get creative? Get yeah, that, that? The, great question, Aaron. I mean, here's the thing: is that creativity doesn't mean artist. Mm. Creativity really means like if you're an accountant, like what's that special way you put spreadsheets together? How do you help your clients understand what they're looking at in a way that they didn't before? That's creativity. Creativity is when you are going for a walk and you notice that the bark on the tree is put together in a really unique and beautiful Mm -hmm. way. Um, You know, creativity can be really literally how you design a workout for yourself. So it, it's more about understanding creativity as something different from art. Right. That's awesome. Is there anything different right now um, that you're doing with people that's different prior to, you know, coronavirus and pandemic? Is there, sorry, there's, there's something right now that people need more of? Community. Yeah. Community. I mean, I think that there's honestly going to be pretty long-term horrible ramifications from the lack of community if we don't do something about it. And if we don't pay attention to how important it is to cultivate that. Mm -hmm. So within my business, I'm offering quite a few different ways for women to quote unquote gather. And yes, it is an electronic way, but that's what we have right now. And so we have communities specifically, um, We've got a morning writing group where we do just writing downstream of consciousness, what comes to mind. And then more importantly, you know, that's just to wet the whistle of what's Mm -hmm. going on in your head. And then 30 minutes to share, not to fix, not to change, just to say, hey, this is what's going on with my life. And and then have the ability for someone to say, yeah, me too. And it sucks. Yeah. It's really important. That's awesome. That's really important. Um, what are you doing on a regular basis? Like what does Alicia do on a regular basis to say, um, healthy fit, you know, whatever, like in your mind, body, soul, like all these things, like what is your kind of like routine, whether it's meditation, exercise or journaling or whatever else that you're doing now? Yeah. Well, Aaron, I mean, I should probably give folks some full disclosure. First of all, people should know I'm not married. I don't have kids. So my life look, and I'm an entrepreneur. And I work all the time, but I don't let that stop me from eating healthy and making that a priority as well as working out and making that a priority. So, you know, I set little goals for myself 
So I make sure that, you know, 20 minutes a day minimum, I do my own yoga practice, not a practice that I'm teaching someone else, but my own yoga practice. I make sure that I practice what I preach as far as the tools. I write morning pages for myself every single day just to take out the trash of what's Mm -hmm. in my mind and clear for the day. Um, But more importantly is I think really getting my heart rate up is super important these days from an endorphin standpoint and keeping keeping me in a positive state of mind. And so I make sure that I get out to run or walk at least – six days a week. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, if someone wants to connect with you or learn more about what you're doing at Yoke and Abundance or wherever, where's the best place for them to find you and connect? Yeah, it's um, www.yokeandabundance.com is my website, or you can find me on Instagram at Yoke and Abundance. Awesome. And is there a uh, question that um, maybe I forgot to ask you that you think would be important? Yeah, you know, there is a tool. It's not an app. There's a tool that I love that the most important thing that I think folks can do right now to make Mm -hmm. sure that they're living healthy, happy lives, to be honest, is to know what their personal core values are. Oh, yeah. And so this is an exercise that I take every single one of my clients through. Um, And it it is one of those things where you can do it yourself. You can figure out what your personal core values are yourself, but it's going to be a lot better if you do it with a coach. Um, Mm -hmm. But identifying what that is and set that as your compass. And if you're not in alignment with those core values, figure out how to get there. Because until you're in alignment with your core values, life is going to be extra hard. Yeah. What are some examples of like, what is a personal core value? Yeah. We all know like maybe what is Coca-Cola's core value or, you know, someone like that, but like what's a personal core value? Yeah, I have five. Um, Mm -hmm. I try to encourage folks not to have more than five. I'm can, but um, mine's creativity, health, growth, sovereignty, and um, what's my, there's another one in there too, but those are the main ones that I can think of. Maybe, maybe you only need four. Oh no, mindfulness. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, mindfulness, right? So, you know, for me, that means that even though I work a lot, I actually have a pretty flexible schedule so I can fit things in there. And that's just super important to me. If I have a friend in crisis, I want to make sure that I have control of my my schedule so that I can help that friend. Things like that, you know. That's awesome. That's so great. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for being here on the show. Really appreciate it. Um, So is it... You find find you at yokeandabundance.com. Are you on Instagram or Facebook? Instagram okay. at Yoke and Abundance uh-huh. and Facebook is Yoke and Abundance right. as well. Any public events coming up or is that like Corona got that down? Um, I <laughs> It depends on when this airs. Yeah. Um, I If it's within the next week or two, I have a creativity course that's coming up. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Cultivating yeah. creativity. So. Yeah. And that won't be, that's not the first one you've done. So I know those are coming. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. Well, um, thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us. And um, this has been really awesome and insightful. And I learned a lot of things that I didn't already know about you. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Aaron, thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege and an honor to get to be a part of this podcast. Absolutely. Well, this is the uh, Healthy GSO podcast and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the show. If you want more free resources and tips, go to healthygso.com. We'll see you next time on the Healthy GSO podcast.